state of housing in the Northern Territory for anyone on on the lower uh, wage scale and, and on Centrelink benefits is pretty dire. There is a, a massive lack of social housing for that. It's really for people on uh, supported income, so Centrelink, New Start payments, disability payments, massive wait list, and uh, but equally those that are working in industries that don't pay the median quite high wages such as um, retail workers, social workers, that type of, of people on those lower incomes, there's really just nothing. I mean, you know in Alice Springs that uh, finding an affo- somewhere affordable to live, even if you've got a job, is very difficult. Same in Darwin and Catherine and Tennant Creek. Uh, it's just, there's just nothing. There's, the occupancy rates are so low that that uh, rents are just getting pushed up, and in the in the Northern Territory, 51% of people rent, which is quite high. But that means that there's a huge percentage of the population that are really impacted when rents go up, and wages pretty much stay where they are. And that high rent forces people. I mean, they've got no option. They either pay the high rent, or they end up becoming homeless, which means a greater percentage of their income is paying the rent and that puts people in into poverty and into income stress and housing stress because they, they end up not having enough money to do the extra things that, that need to be doing or to, or to be sick or to lose a job. So it's pretty dire. Is government doing enough to at least acknowledge those people at the lower end of the socio-economic scale and give them some opportunity to get ahead. I mean, obviously, if they're putting the bulk of any income that they get into housing or accommodation, there's very little chance that they will be able to get ahead. No, and that little chance means that it's only one incident away from becoming homeless. It's not a, that if you don't have your savings and someone gets really sick and can't work, that pushes you into homeless. So... The Territory Government is responsible for the social housing, but it's also responsible for the levers for private housing development as well. Um, And they acknowledge that there needs to be a better social housing system and they're working on developing the community housing sector, which is that bit that that works for low-income earners as well as people on um, selling benefits. So they're working in that space. Uh, NT Shelter would like a lot more social housing built because if if we're short 9,000 houses, that means a lot of those people are actually also living in the private accommodation. So any relief at any part of the the spectrum uh, helps. What the federal government do is they uh, they control Centrelink, of course, of which there's a, a raise the rate. Um, campaign that's been going on for for a couple of years and the fact that when the average Joe was being made unemployed by COVID, the government thought it was appropriate to double the, the level of, of the job keeper or job seeker payment. Um, so that's an acknowledgement that it was too low and now we've gone back to that low uh, rate again. So that's where the federal government can do some work, but also they uh, provide Commonwealth rent assistance. So rent assistance is available for people on, on a Centrelink benefit. Um, 
help subsidise their rent, but it's it's a it's a one size fits all program. So you know, in in Tasmania, warehousing is a lot cheaper than the Northern Territory. You get the same amount of subsidy as if you're in someone in the Northern Territory, and the subsidy is so low that for a family of two with three kids on settling payments, even getting the full Commonwealth Rent Assistance benefit still means, probably today if you looked at the real estate ads, would still mean that they're um, paying well over 40% of their income as rent, which is really unacceptable because that means kids miss out on other things. You know, families miss out on on good, healthy meals because it's expensive. Kids miss out on new school uniforms. I mean, not, not, a lot of kids don't need them up here, but kids don't go on excursions because there's just no money. And uh, so we're also calling for the Commonwealth Rent Assistance to be looked at because building houses takes a long time, so we need to do something straight away. And the Commonwealth Rent Assistance, which gets indexed every... Um, every six months based on the CPI and in reality that means that it's gone up over the last couple of years by about three and a half percent yet rents have increased by 32 percent so it's just not keeping up. For those forced out of the rental market what else is out there for them? I mean obviously the pressure on providers, um, church groups, uh, other, yep. other groups who try and help the pressure continues to grow on them exactly it's the same budget that's really reducing because grants and funds aren't increasing they're pretty much staying stagnant which means they're reducing in in uh, effectiveness and so everyone's very busy and you talk to people working in the sector and they're so overwhelmed with having to turn people away they try and work with everyone, and when you look at the, I can talk about the the supported, the specialist homeless services, that the funding they get uh, per head of homeless population is so low compared to other states because it's it's once again distributed on um, a formula of population size of population. But the Northern Territory's homeless population is huge, and having additional people call on the services of, of charitable organisations just really makes it tough and we had a COVID lockdown it was only for a few days but by the end of the lockdown in Catherine and, and in Darwin most organisations had spent their whole budget of their um, the financial support they could give people which means they're going to run out October, November and they're not going to get any more funding until till January. So big organisations can can uh, call on all their resources, but things are tough Australia-wide. And with all the, the income levels changing with COVID and, and all that sort of stuff, that the whole country is under pressure from people now with increased rents and lower incomes. So it's it's just affecting us as well. So, yeah, if Christmas is coming and organisations are going to need support, and whether that's volunteering or providing goods or the best thing is to provide cash so that the organisations can actually get people what they need, just not what 
that's in the cupboard. Under the current circumstances in the Northern Territory, what can be done? Who can help? Well, I think the federal government's got to start looking at what they can do, and what they can do is is make income support, so the Centrelink payments, more appropriately set, so they're not placing people in poverty. The federal government can also work with Centrelink to improve their customer service model because Centrelink is pushing people into poverty because of the the way you have to access them. And a lot of people in the Territory struggle with IT and if the only way you can deal with Centrelink is through an online service, there are so many people that aren't accessing their full income because Centrelink make it hard. And that needs to change, and that's something that could change quite quickly. Having a customer service model that promotes customer service rather than penalises people for you know, requiring help. Centrelink haven't had their services in uh, Aboriginal communities since COVID started, so they could get back out and start working and doing the job that they were doing pre-COVID because by not going out on the communities and helping people with uh, their Centrelink paperwork, there's so many people that aren't on appropriate incomes. Those things can be done pretty quickly. It's just an attitude change. Um, as far as housing, we keep uh, advocating for more housing and more appropriate and affordable housing, so not just social housing, but the levers to uh, increase private investment in housing. But that's a long-term journey because it takes a while to build a house. So we're really calling on uh, the federal government to do what they need to do. And we hope come up to Christmas time that maybe the Territory Government will dip its hand in their pocket and, and help some of the NGOs out there that support people over Christmas with uh, additional funds because this year is going to be a lot tighter than the previous years.